It's your dream. It's your home. It's your custom home. The Custom Made Easy Podcast. And here's your host, Patrick Quinn. It is the Custom Made Easy Podcast brought to you by Home Source Custom Homes, the preferred custom builder. Since 1984, we build custom for less. And I am joined by Joe Courtney, the owner. We're on podcast number three. And the thing that we teased in podcast number two to get to this one was trends in home building, in custom home building. What are the latest trends you're seeing? Latest trends, uh, like when it comes to finishes, white cabinets, uh, dark floors. Uh, A lot of times in the kitchen, the islands are different color than the cabinets. It's a contrasting color. Is it a stainless steel look too? Oh, still stainless steel. White or gray, like a light gray on the walls, white trim. You know, everybody's painting trim right now. When it comes to bathrooms and stuff like that, like they're going pretty crazy on if you got like a a whirlpool tub with a tile and all kinds of uh, borders. The showers, walk-in showers is big right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I I have noticed that in a lot of homes that are for sale, what people are doing is they're taking out the hot tub. I guess people are not doing the hot tub thing. Yeah, so uh, there was a point in time where people would say, you got to have a hot tub or you're not going to sell your house. But the truth of the matter is, some people take baths and some people don't. As long as you have a bathtub somewhere in the house, the house will still sell. I know the hot tub at our house, my wife's like, we got to have it. It's not going to sell. If we go to sell, well, we just clean the thing. We, we never get in it. And it, it's more of a looks, you know, but other people, that's how they relax. You know, they have a hard day at work. They soak in the tub. If you're one of them people, then definitely you incorporate the hot tub still or whirlpool tub. They got air air tubs too that just shoot bubbles. Like I say, with the with the walk-in showers, depending on if they're elderly or they're planning on staying in it all the time, we'll do like a uh, curbless shower to where it's the same level as the floor. So if, if you ever did end up in a wheelchair, you could wheel right into the shower without having a curb to go over. Uh, there's See, a those things. are things that I never thought of because that's yeah. not something that I'm there yet, but you're, I know. I'm not old enough yet. I'm not old enough. I'm only 40, but I yeah. know that 25 years from now, that's yeah. going to be. It'll be a concern. Prime time concern. Right. Like the thing that I'm thinking about is I want to have a two-story home where the the uh, on the main floor is a master bedroom. I'm yep. sure that's pretty normal, right? No, that's actually one of the best sellers. Uh, all the kids upstairs, mom and dad downstairs. Uh, another one, uh, people are thinking about, you know, their mother and father being elderly and you know you got nursing homes and we're, we're seeing a lot of two master bathrooms on our master suites on the first floor also so that that's one thing too but then people go to work at different times so the one person's waking up the other person while they're getting ready to work and if there's two master bedrooms one of the spouses can be in one and one in the other and get ready and not not affect the sleep of the other spouse so we're seeing that a lot too. I and did then, see some study that 33% of married couples don't sleep in the same bedroom. Well, so there you go. Yeah. It's I probably because they're getting yeah. up at different times of the day and or somebody snores. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's the big one, the snoring. Yeah. Even if you're snoring, you're not getting a good night's sleep either. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, it's also, it could be a guest room. You know what I mean? And sometimes we'll do an oversized garage for uh, the mother in law or mom and dad for future. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll plan the garage and we'll plan out, let, let's say, a master suite in there. So we'll make sure we got enough room as we build a garage. But that can be done at a later date. Uh, and that kind of keeps the cost down for the customer while we're in construction. And then five, six years down the road when mom and dad need to be watched a little more, not home alone all the time, uh, you can start 
renovating the garage into that master suite for them. And then I'm sure you saw a whole lot of business and continues through the fallout of coronavirus. People are trying to make their home much more homey. Yes. So you guys don't only build custom homes, but you do remodel homes. Yeah. So we always try to build homes how people live in their home. So some people entertain a lot and they have parties a lot. So we want to incorporate their great room area with the outdoor area and the kitchen all, all that kind of in one and the best way i've heard it explained to me is if you got your tv if you're outside you want to be able to see your tv if you're in a kitchen you want to be able to see your tv that makes a pretty good entertaining area the open and, concept and open concept right i mean they got these uh doors now that open up completely they're not the cheapest things in the world but 12 foot opening so i mean it's just completely open you can just it's almost like the outdoor comes indoor you know in the summertime yeah. it would be a great great feature you know and if you got entertaining a pool outside it just brings the outside inside together i saw a home on the internet in ohio because there's a bunch of facebook pages that are like hey i, I you know i love old homes it's yeah. called like for the love of old homes yeah and people are remodeling these old homes and they have two different porches one in the front, one on the side. Another one had one in the front, one in the back. And you basically could see from the front door through the back. Yeah. And it, you're right, it had a 12 to 16 foot wide door yeah. through through the back. So you could see everything on the back patio and it had a, a nice little fire pit and everything. Right. So are you seeing that trend in custom homes? I am too. <clears throat> Even like the uh, outdoor kitchen. You know, they're, they're doing like a stone, and it's got a barbecue grill, refrigerator, all that stuff. Pretty nice for entertaining, and outdoor TVs now, too. We see a lot of outdoor fireplaces. Incorporating outside with inside is always a smart thing to do. I don't know about you, but I enjoy grilling. Oh, and yeah. I enjoy the eating. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy the eating part, too, especially. But if I can have a game on oh, yeah. while I'm doing something on the grill i'm going to be using that backyard area much yeah. more i'm much like much more likely to use that area yeah you'll be grilling a lot more what's the other trend other big trend that you're seeing like size wise uh anywhere from 2000 to 2500 1600 2500 that's kind of the sweet spot right now oh yeah yeah and then most of them are ranch homes so single single level just one floor the nice thing about the ranch is you got a basement too so if you got 1800 square foot ranch you got 1800 square foot in the basement for future build out when you go two-story your your foundation's smaller and you're kind of moving your square foot up so your, your basement's smaller so there's less potential to finish the uh, less square foot potential to finish in the basement but the two stories the cheapest way to build yeah it's less foundation less roof and then what we'll do in the next podcast is we'll talk about how that foundation in the basement is much more it's much different than it is if you're on the first floor or the second floor of the home. Right. So that's something we'll talk about in the next one. Okay. In this one, the interesting part I, I have about asking this is I have no idea, and I own a home. I, I own a, a ranch. to uh, it, it has a finished basement. It's got a walkout. Can I add that in my square footage for my home? Kind of. It doesn't really count as square footage, but it does count as livable space. So How does that work? Well, it's not as much as what... The square foot is worth on the first floor but it is finished square foot you know what i mean and a lot of times there's a couple extra bedrooms down there which yeah uh you know families a big family's gonna want that what i'm most likely going to do is put a bedroom down there yeah because it has a walkout door right so yeah walkouts are 
perfect. This might not be the smartest idea for me, but my wife and I are talking about our son, who would be 14 at the time, have his own bedroom down in the basement. But it also has a walk-out door. Put an alarm on the door. Exactly. I, so, I told him there's the going window, to be don't a, forget the window. There will be a <laughs> camera so we can see where you're going, coming and going. And I trust him. I just yeah. it's the friends that you sometimes don't trust. Well, we uh, or else I wouldn't put them down there. As as a kid, I was a twin. We were on the second floor. Me and my brother. We we each had a room uh, right next to each other. We found our way out that window anyway. <laughs> right. So, you know, right. even on the second floor. So uh, it's going to happen. If you think about it, if I was on the first floor, I would have less chance of being hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. That's I true. I distinctly remember thinking I was Superman jumping out that window. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's when Superman was big. Oh, yeah. But uh, obviously I didn't fly anywhere. I just gravity. And then at 1 a.m., you can do anything, especially at 15, 16 years old. Right. So the other part that I want to see and and talk about with trends is where are you currently building homes now? So right now we have one in Warrington. We Mm -hmm. have one in uh, Festus, two in St. Charles. So Festus, Warrington, two in St. Charles. What's the style of custom home built one, in those areas, are they different? Uh, let's see. I think they're all ranches. Oh, they are right now. Yeah. So that's where they're tilting towards. Pretty much. So we're not just talking because when people think about custom homes, they think, oh, I have to have a two bed or two story home. It's got to be sprawling. It's got to be ten acres. That's not the case. Yeah, sprawling's not the case anymore. You know, it, it's kind of. Uh, I, I would say. I mean, the building cost is so high. I would say people are downsizing a little bit. You know, but. Uh, we're kind of smarter with all of our finishes and how, how things work. So, I mean, if you had a, let's just say, for instance, a 20 by 25 great room, I mean, can you get by with a 20 by 15? You oh, can. absolutely, yeah. You know, the furniture is only so big. People are just being real smart about square footage and, and trying to cut it down. And I understand. I don't know. you got to clean the house, too, you know. Or you have to pay somebody. Yeah, right. So you don't need a huge house. I mean, there's hundreds of people that have grown up, three family, three kids, and, and a 900-square-foot home with one bathroom. If you think about there's hundreds of people out there, I'm sure, listening to this. Oh, yeah. It's like, I did that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you can do it. And even with a 900-square-foot house, you got a 900-square-foot basement. You can make it work. And then and with the ranch homes, what, what are the ranch homes looking like? Uh, Craftsman is... That's why I figured. It's still kind of hanging in there, unless we're doing like a timber frame home. But I would say 90% of them are looking kind of craftsman. My biggest fear is, is, and I would ask you this if I was asking you to build me a home, is what do you think is going to be in the long run a style of home that I could sell 25 years from now? I kind of think the craftsman because it it has a a great look to it. it. You know, it's got stone and sometimes brick and it's got the stone pillars at the bottom Um, it's real sleek yeah and then up in the gables they're putting like uh, vertical siding or or shake there's just a lot of different finishes on the front and it's just very appealing it's it's a good look you know even like garage doors uh, a lot of the houses now are side side entry and i know a lot of people don't want to look at the garage door in the front the benefit of the front facing garage is a smaller driveway it's not as long but they got such pretty garage doors now too that i mean that's part of the look too now you know get a craftsman style garage door they look great put put some glass in it you know that front facing garage isn't so ugly anymore right and a lot of times a garage can become like a man cave yeah 
That's what I'm probably guessing a lot of your customers are doing with their garage. Well, we actually tore a roof off a house in Webster and put a second floor on it. And it had a detached garage that turned into a man cave. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's really pretty nice. He's got beer tappers and all that stuff in there. And then they ended up later on putting a pool in. Oh, good. And they put patio cover off that. I mean, it's really pretty nice. And then off to the side of it, he's got the outdoor kitchen. I mean, it's really... A good house to entertain in. Mm. And, and Let even, me know if this house ever comes up for sale. <laughs> yeah, I think they love it a lot. Uh, uh, eventually, you never know. What we started with, too, and even on the first floor, we weren't doing a whole lot, but uh, we added a bunch of windows. And I mean, you can just see completely around the house if, if you're in a kid. There's just so many windows. You feel like you're outside, inside the house. It turned out really, really nice. And they did this kind of a craftsman look. Uh, it doesn't have the stone pillars but it's got the webster look you know with the with the deck as a porch instead of a concrete porch yeah and that classic old home look yeah right that's important there so then that moves me to the style of homes what's this what's the difference between a home that you build in say uh what you said farmington yep um and and then in st charles lot cost is the major difference and appraisal cost is the major it's going to be a little cheaper in Farmington. In Farmington. Right. So you're going to get more for your money in Farmington. But style-wise, it's still very similar. Are you building on a regular size lot, or are you building no, on a, on a bigger lot? the one in Farmington's huge. No, the one in, in uh, St. Charles is the normal neighborhood lot, about third acre. Both of them are about third acre. And then how would your customers find those lots? Well, in St. Charles, it's getting kind of hard to find good lots. I mean, there are people no, moving out there. I know. People are kind of going to Wentzville. Yeah. Uh, me and Augusta. Is, so we're uh, talking wine country here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're kind of five-acre tracks out there. You're not right on top of each other. <clears throat> there's still neighborhoods there if you want want to be close to people. But, yeah, it's just beautiful area out there, and there's, there's plenty of it. And here in Arnold and uh, Jefferson County, at Imperial's really going pretty good right now. Festus is going real good. Hillsboro's going to start booming soon, so... There's plenty of land in all these areas. As you go further south in, in the area, what makes you, with, because you see all these customers come through and they all want to move to these places, why are people moving further south? Well, for space. You know, they're, what we hear is they're getting tired of being five foot away from their neighbor. Now, right. They're exaggerating a bit. Well, it, like it feels foot, like it. I know, you know what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway, they, they just want some room, you know like five acres just space between the two some of the rules in some of the neighborhoods are people don't like them right so, yeah the hoas right yeah uh, that, that's pretty much what we hear and the average age is some of your customers here that are building in these areas well we're i'd say 40 to 60 somewhere in there oh okay yeah so we're talking they some are some are near retirement some have families yeah the the 60s are downsizing so they've already had the sprawling kids are gone I don't need that big a house, so they're they're downsizing. The kids seem to be right around fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred somewhere in there, and then same same with the elder older people. That seems to be the sweet spot on size. So with so much uncertainty going on with the coronavirus, and we know it's not just something that's a 2019, 2020 thing. It could be a 2021, maybe into 2022 as well. What's the difference from when it first popped up in say January, February of 2020, up until? the end of 2020 so the first three months were definitely rough uh, oh, I we, bet. all of our customers we had that weren't started yet wanted to wait and so they wanted to pump the brakes a little bit pretty huh? much yeah you know the good thing it, it took about three months for everybody to kind of figure out that hey the world must go on 
and uh, I'm pretty impressed with everybody too the way they've taken that attitude and then just kept on moving because that you know a bad economy is not going to be good for anybody you know if your job isn't threatened life should go on you know what I mean and that, that's exactly what it seems like it's happened anybody that hits the brakes they're now moving forward so you're not seeing something that happened, say, in 2008 and nine with the housing crisis? Oh, it's nowhere, totally different. nowhere close to that. Yeah, that was bad. That went forever. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, that's part of the podcast. No, we try to yeah. make sure to to make sure that people know there is a huge difference in the two. Yeah, it's definitely not like that. Like carpenter-wise, we had a backlog, so like our carpenters, they didn't really have a day off even through the first three months of this coronavirus we were starting to run out but then that's when everybody started kicked in and said hey i'm not going to be losing my job i'm fine let's just proceed and then it's just it's funny how it worked out carpenters and like subs everybody's just so busy right now even subcontractors oh yeah yeah like i thought for sure i mean we're getting close we're going to be out of work and next thing you know here everybody everybody comes let's keep moving because i can tell you from my own experience in my house me and my wife said Okay, we are either going to buy a new home or we are going to love our home. Yeah. We looked at the finances and we were like, you know what? Why don't we just love our home for now? Yeah. And if we want to, we're still young enough that if we want to build a home, we can still do that in the future. But for now, we're just going to clear out all the stuff out of the basement. Right. And that's what we did. Yeah. And we saw our neighbors doing the same thing. Some neighbors were selling their homes. Some neighbors were selling their home for thirty, forty thousand dollars more than they were thinking. Right. They were going to sell their home. Yeah. There's a little selling wars going on right now, which is good for anybody selling. You know, their ask, asking price are getting well over that. So, that's a good thing. And what's great to see is that there is a huge difference in the housing crisis that we saw twelve years ago to what we see now. People are wanting to build homes they're confident about that people are buying homes so th- there is an option you just got to make sure that you're in a career that's not going to make you pump the brakes correct yeah exactly like if your job's not in in threat of losing your job then you're you're fine you know anybody in the trades is so busy right now it's amazing <laughs> basically we need to call you we need to we need to uh what, what's the phone number we can call you and we can uh, set up time phone, to... Yeah, phone number here is 636-296-0100. And we have customers coming in. We do, coming in right now. That's what that noise is. Yeah. So, uh, anyway... It's like they knew. Yeah. <laughs> and then our, our uh, website's homesourcecustomhomes.com. And then uh, you can email us at info at homesourcecustomhomes.com. And for Home Source Custom Homes, we should mention also, this is really neat that you guys have, is your Instagram page. Yeah. Um, the Instagram account that you guys have has some wonderful videos of the homes that you guys are actually building, and you talk through the process. Joe talks through the process of how they build homes, what they do with the homes, um, some of the insulation and why things are different in the basement all the way up to the, the uh, second story of the home, in which we will talk about that one in the next podcast. Excited for that. All right. Thanks, everybody. HomeSource Custom Homes has delivered excellence in custom home building for nearly four decades. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is a presentation of AO Creative and JM Talent Productions.